Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast of The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom, an ex-lesbian podcast. Okay, so last week I spoke briefly about the three different types of Christians when it comes to the topic of homosexuality. First, we have the celibate Christian, and this is a group of people that believe that their sexuality cannot be changed. God does not deliver people from that. Um, So people who struggle with homosexuality, they have to live a celibate Christian life, okay? There are people who are traditional Christians. Traditional Christians are people who are just Bible-believing believers. They just believe that the Word of God is what it is. And that should sound pretty normal and right, but the world we live in, okay? So the third group of people are Reformed Christians. Now, Reformed Christianity... Uh, for the most part, I've, I've followed this for a while in my life before God came in and delivered me from homosexuality. And in this, there are several different viewpoints. And I'm going to share today a couple of these uh, thought processes that fall under the line of Reformed Christianity. So this is one of them. Oh, and Reformed Christianity says that it is permissible to be homosexual um, as a Christian, it's nothing that needs to be delivered. Uh, You don't need to be delivered from it. It's totally permissible in the word of God. It's not an issue at all. You can get married, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So under the reformed Christian thought process, things such as we should be okay with questioning tradition, biblical tradition. Now I have a problem with this statement I understand when we become Christians, we have different things, different ideologies, different ways of thinking that do not line up with the word of God. And so we have to go and search scripture. We have to get understanding. We have to get wisdom and correction in those those different uh, areas. And that's totally cool. That's not a problem. But when people, when some people say it's okay to question tradition, I think that when I was in this lifestyle and uh, in the lifestyle of homosexuality and I considered myself a reformed Christian at the time, when I said stuff like that, it meant I'm questioning the word of God because I don't like this part and I'm going to twist it because it makes me uncomfortable and I want to be Christian and I can't live my life if it says that this is wrong. So... Questioning the word of God with the motive of I'm going to twist it to fit my lifestyle is not okay. Second problem I have with that is calling it tradition. Now, the Bible is God-inspired, written by man. It's not tradition. If we look at the definition of tradition, one, uh, one of the definitions says this, the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation or the fact of being passed on in this way. Another uh, definition is this, a doctrine believed to have divine authority though it is not in scripture. So it is in scripture, okay? When we talk about the word homosexuality, um, that word specifically in this day and age, no, It's not in the Bible, but the translation of it, the Greek translation of it is effeminate, okay? And so 
when we look at the Bible and we're trying to understand the Word of God, we have to understand that what we're reading is not necessarily tradition. This is how we're supposed to live our life. This is the blueprint of how we're supposed to be, think, act. This is how we're supposed to line up our life and we're lining up our life with the Word of God. Tradition is, um, hey, this is how we make lasagna. Tradition is, this is just what our family does on Thanksgiving, okay? That's tradition. It's a passed on set of beliefs. The Bible is not just something that we casually follow. The Bible is not something that we just say, well, I'm just going to pick this part and I'm going to not pick that part to follow. So saying that it's tradition and that we should just question tradition and tradition should be changed, I don't think that fits at all when it comes down to the Word of God. Um, and then the thought process behind that oftentimes is bringing up the discussion of slavery. Well, we had slaves in the Bible, right? And so uh, people use that to justify their having slaves in America, okay, right? And I totally get that. But people say, well, that, well, that was flipped. That was reversed. So why can't we do that with homosexuality? And I think we really have to understand the Bible a whole lot better before we just start throwing that around. Um, and that leads me into another thought process when it comes down to um, Reformed Christianity. So another thought process when it comes down to that is our bodies were designed for heterosexuality. But does that mean that to use it in any other way is sinful? Yeah, like, okay. So people are saying that our bodies was made for heterosexuality. Okay, fine, we can all agree with that. But then there's a but. I love the but. And it's important when whenever you're hearing someone talk about the word of God and then they throw the but or a however in there, listen very, very closely. So this but after the first part of that sentence is, is using it any in, in any other way sinful. And so when it comes down to that, I mean, I just think about how Satan disrupted uh, God's original design, okay? So he totally ushered in sin. He totally ushered in everything that is bad and negative and evil. And so to say that our bodies were meant for heterosexuality, but then also say, well, to use it in any other way, is that okay? I mean, I really think that that, that, that is not a thought from God at all, okay? Um, I think that that is really twisting, uh, really, really just pushing the envelope too far. I don't even think that that's a good premise to even um, have a debatable discussion when it comes down to homosexuality being permissible or not permissible in the Bible. Another one that I spoke about before was the whole tax collectors. And it says this. So the Bible talks about tax collectors being condemned, but tax collectors today are not condemned. Okay. So the Bible was not talking about all tax collectors are condemned. If you look at scripture, what people are saying, okay, is what they were doing is con is is was was condemned 
okay? So they were taking more money than they should, right? It wasn't the job that was evil. It was what they were doing within that job that was not okay. That was sin, right? And it was the motives of their hearts. It wasn't right. So if we use that as a justification when we're talking about homosexuality, I don't think that that stands either, okay? Looking at scripture and just every verse that talks about homosexuality, there's several of them. I mean, for me, it's quite clear, but when I was living a homosexual lifestyle, I think I wanted to believe that it was permissible so bad that I tried really hard to believe the lie, right? Like I tried really hard to say, okay, well, let me just dig so deep that I just create a muck out of all of it and justify uh, the way I want to live my life because I do want God to. Now, let me say this. The fact that there are people who are twisting the word of God because um, they just feel uncomfortable with homosexuality not being permissible and their desire to be a Christian, their desire to know God, their desire to go to heaven, in a way I think that's absolutely amazing because God's calling them. God is tugging on them. And and my earnest prayer, my earnest prayer like when it comes down to this is I know that even right now, you know, I'm talking about stuff that is very debatable with other people. Um, and I don't want it to be divisive in any way. I'm giving information here on this podcast just to educate people and just cause people to think a little bit more, to cause people to open up the Bible and read and learn for themselves. But I would never um, sit down with someone who's in a homosexual lifestyle and just start busting out all these scriptures and being like, this is why you're wrong. And, you know, like just going to town. Um, I think that that is the wrong way to do it. Um, we're supposed to really just love people. And when we love people, what happens is all of a sudden there's an opening for us to speak the word of God into their lives. And if people are closed off to us because we're just trying to hit them with hard scripture and just debate it out, that doesn't work. People aren't going to be... Um, at least that what what I've seen, people are not really receptive to the word of God when we do that. But if we start with love, if we start with understanding their viewpoint, sit down with people, ask them what they think and how they feel about it without trying to get them to join your side automatically by by way of debate. You know, I think that there's a way to do this that is proper. Okay, so that was a little bit about Reform Christianity, the thought process behind that. There's so much more. Some people say that, you know, certain male um, figures in the Bible were gay and all this stuff. And I mean, I don't even think that that's worth debating because um, it makes no sense at all when if you're looking at scriptures. But next podcast, um, I will definitely be talking more about other viewpoints. Um, I'm going to hit up a little bit of celibate Christianity 
And then, of course, I'm going to talk about traditional Christianity when it comes down to this topic. But thank you for listening. Please subscribe to me on YouTube. Check me out on podcasts, wherever wherever you do your little podcast thingy. Write a review. I love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Bye.